The Mel Gedroich Podcast. Hey, it's Mel G. This week on our little podcast, we're going to be talking about mm, Morris dancing, filofaxes, and omelets. If you like the sound of that, then do have a listen to us every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. There will be more chat and some songs thrown in liberally. Ah, it's June the 23rd, one of the best dates of the whole year we've decided, haven't we, Bush? Yes, we have. It's lovely, isn't it? What is it about it? I don't know what it is particularly about June 23rd, but it's just a brilliant day of the year, isn't isn't it? it? Really good day of the year. I really hope that you, my dearest listener, are having a lovely, lovely June the 23rd. And and as I said, don't don't think about the fact that it's, uh, it's after midsummer and we're now... Very much spiralling in a vortex towards uh, the beast from the east. Do you remember that? Oh, well, that was terrible, wasn't it? <sighs> terrible. So just make the most of it today. I know. Whatever. What could people do to make the most of like it being nice? <gasps> right. This, is, this would be my fantasy for today. Go on. To wear a white dress and run, like in the flake advert from the 1970s, yeah. through a meadow of grass that goes up to your waist. Yes. With some Michaelmas... Actually, no, not Michaelmas... Some some marguerite daisies and other wild flowers. That's a, I like the idea of that. It sounds, you like I'll that? be honest with you, it yeah. sounds a bit wicker. A little bit witchcraft. It's a little bit wicker. Is, there, is Morris dancing okay, or what's your view of Morris dancing? I'm a big fan. Until they pull out that weird thing, <laughs> the devil's head. What's that what? all about? What's the devil's head? I, listen, when I was a kid, my aunt and uncle lived in Essex, yeah. and Morris is very big in Essex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we went out one day uh, to a big sort of village do. Yeah. A lot of Morris. I was about seven years old, loving it. All the hankies, all the bells, all the fun. It's kind of playful, isn't it? Playful, hilarious, lots of nanny, 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 ding, ding, clack, clack, digger, digger, ding, bump, bump. Then... Out of nowhere, mm-hmm. a chap comes right up to me and pulls, <laughs> I mean, literally into my face, this stick with a kind of devil's head on. Mel, I am from Devon. I've watched a lot of uh, pretty good standard Morris dancing. Don't like to boast about it. I've been to Sidmouth Festival, Folk <gasps> Festival. I, I love the Sidmouth Festival. Sidmouth Folk Festival, been there a number of times. So have I, the Swiss jug throwers. Yeah, amazing. Do you I've, remember those? I've never seen a man with a devil's head at a Morris dancing thing. I, I, I swear on my mother's life... It was quite scary. It would stay with you, wouldn't it? It has. And it almost, I might be embroidering it slightly, but it almost had a sort of weird, um, like, false teeth kind of thing, <laughs> going, no, 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 you know, what do you think of the show so far? That thing. That is absolutely terrifying. That is the most terrifying thing I've ever heard of in my life. I need some therapy, please. <laughs> I love the way that you are writing down the songs we're playing on your phone so you can stick them on your home playlist when you get home. Oh, that's so sad. I love it. it. Isn't that great? I love that song, but I see I wouldn't remember what that was called <laughs> when I got home. I go, like, oh. we, we played the one from the, you know, oh, what's his name? Oh, Alexander O. Burke. No, what's, what's that? Alexander, Alexander <laughs> Technique. Um, and, the, and the thing, these are, on it, that, honestly, that's the way of it now. Where are they going in that phone? What is that? Notes? What are you texting yourself? Notes, on my notes section. Texting yourself. Just going to add in a couple of things. Bush is silly. Ha, ha, ha. No, I didn't put that. Did you put... Don't do that. What? <laughs> I didn't. Can I say as well, Mo, you're one of those people that text with a single uh, index finger. Oh. You're a single index finger What texter. should I be doing? You should be doing thumbs. What? Thumbs, mate. But doesn't that give you RSI? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I has, I'm all right. Right, I'm going to try it now. Do both thumbs. Go okay, on. Okay, I'm going to write down Tina Turner, another... Oh, that looks weird. Oh, doesn't hang it on. Right? 
That's quite good. Bit of a breakthrough. Oh, it's another Jerry. But another Jerry instead of another hero. <laughs> another hero. Harry. Hero! It looks like someone playing Game Boy for the first time ever. That's what Mel looks like at the moment. Listen, when I have my glasses on gold chains, oh, yeah. as I will next week, uh, that will be a thing of the past. True. Very true. I will be so on ruddy point. <laughs> Um, now, back to the devil's head on a stick. Devil's head on a stick. So nothing like that in Devon. Watched a load of very good quality Morris Danton, never seen devil's head on a stick. But isn't it something to do with fertility slash the devil? That, again, we go back to Wicker. There's something like that going on. There's, that's the underpinning, I believe, of Morris dancing. Is it? Fertility? It's fertility and stuff. It's on the maypole. I'm glad to see a lot more women doing the Morris now, because it used to be a rather male-dominated, uh, I was about to say sport, it's not a sport, <laughs> dance. Yeah. But are there women involved? I've never seen a woman Morris dance. Listen, I went to Lewis, Lewis. Oh, yeah. Not Lewis, as in the Isle of up in the North Hebrides. I'm mm-hmm. talking East Sussex down near Brighton. Yeah. And I saw, I followed, actually, it was a lovely thing, a group of very, very merry, chatting female Morris dancers down Lewis High Street. And I thought, yay, sisters. Were they, was it a mixed troupe or was it all oh, women? it was all female. Really? Yeah. I love all that stuff because my other half Katie's from Northumberland. She always wants to take me to that thing where they set fire to barrels of tar up north. Have you heard about that? They, that's in Lewis, mate. Is it? Well, they do that in Lewis on bonfire night. Yeah, the burning barrels of tar. Burning they, barrels of tar. Do they do that up in Northumberland as well? They do it apparently up in Northumberland as well. <whistles> Lovely. Do you know what? I think this witchcraft stuff ain't so bad after all. At least it's interesting. Oh, God. I'm sorry, listen. I know. I know. You don't have to say anything. I know what you I know the face you're pulling. We just have to give him a bit of space and a little bit of time. <laughs> 23rd of June, chum. Get in there. You can't beat it. We can't beat it. No. Uh, this is Mel G on Magic with the Mighty Bush. It's time now. Oh, it gives me a spring in the step, a little bush in my tail. With a nice shiny nose and a and a good coat, you got a good coat. Help me, Bush. I'm trying. I'm trying. Every week we love to nominate uh, things in life that go a little bit sort of unsung, really. Under the radar, isn't it? Under the radar. And we like to take them out and get our communal trumpet and blow them to Abergavenny. <laughs> blow them all the way to Abergavenny. Yeah. Uh, so this week, Bush. I hope that you're going to agree. Okay. Uh, did a very, very long walk in the week, a 26-miler. That's a long walk. Thanking you. Yeah. Um, I was Go- a bit broken afterwards. I was going to say, did you get lost on the way home from the pub again? <laughs> oi, oi. Such a dadger, I know. Banter. I know what you're thinking, I know what you're... Dear listener, just bear with. June 23rd, make it happen, banter. Oh, you're the Archbishop of Banterbury. <laughs> what did, where did you go? 23 miles? 26, mate. 26 miles. Uh, so, it was a sponsored walk, and uh, we started at Windsor Racecourse. Uh-huh. We did a bit of a loop back on ourselves, and then went to Henley. Did you know? Along the Thames, it was beautiful. Got there in time for Pims. Oh, it was a beautiful, beautiful day. But, listen. Listen. Uh, the one thing that saved me, it saved my bacon, it saved the balls of my feet, mm-hmm. was this, and I would like to nominate it. It's an untrendy, it's an unsung, sort of slightly ugly thing, but it saved my bacon. It is a gel-filled plaster blister. Right, now these are the things in, oh, in chemists that I've never used or seen. Mate. I've just seen them in the corner there. Get involved. If ever you do a long walk, my friend, pack these into your bum bag. It's a gel-filled blister plaster. Gel? You want me to draw... Let me just get this right. You want me to draw a gel-filled blister plaster? Yes. It becomes like a... 
beautiful second skin onto the foot. Another little secret girl trick, this, isn't it? Oh, it's amazing. And what part of your foot am I... Is this going on just the for ball. help with the drawing? The ball. The okay. ball or... For me, it was the bunion. I know, it's not oh. a nice image. <laughs> Look, apparently Victoria Beckham's got bunions, so they can be quite attractive. Oh, OK, cool. That sounds right. So, right. on the bunion, please, the gel-filled blister plaster. Uh, so, could you do that, please, Bush? I'm on it. Oh, he loves drawing. He's very, very good at it. Good luck. Now, my friends. Now, my little friends. My little friends. Al Pacino. Yeah, over the top of the glasses acting. Listen, I, that annoys me. What's that one? Is it called City Hall? Is that Al Pacino? I think that's Al Pacino. Mate, I tell you, every scene in that film, he um, performs over his glasses. That's all he does. You're so going to be doing it, though. When you get your glasses, you're going to do over-the-glasses chat. Imagine how you can discipline your daughters by taking it to the next level, by taking the glasses off for a second, have a word. And the chains will chink ominously. Yeah. I think you've got so much more range to how you can communicate. Thank you. You know what I mean? Thank you so, so much. Also, as well, if they think they've got away with something in your doors, you can put the glasses on and kind of like, hold on a minute. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If they're going to give me authority, you're right. Uh, gravitas. And gravitas. Big time. Come on, Bushy. Mucky friend, dip into your horse sack of red letters. And pluck one out, just for me, my little friend. Bush, come on, 23rd of June, yeah, all well and good. What day actually is it? It's actually part of Tea Month. June 23rd is part of World Tea Month. Whoa. A whole month of Whoa. celebration of tea. Tea as in the drink or tea as in the meal? As in just uh, the drink. What's your favourite type of tea? What do you normally go for? You've gone around someone's house and said, do you want a cup of tea? What are you going to say? You see, these days I'm a little bit pretentious and I would go decaf. A decaf I'd go for tea. a Yorkshire decaf. Oh, really? it's stunning. I like that. What well, would you go for, Bush? I would just go for a normal Yorkshire. Would you? Normal Yorkshire. It's interesting that we go, both go for Yorkshire. It is. It's one of my yeah. favourite types of tea. Let yeah. me give you three facts about tea, shall I? Yeah. Fact number one. Uh, tea bags weren't invented until 1908 by Tom Sullivan. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Tom Sullivan, wasn't he the... And they're coming over beaches... Quite possibly. But that commentator that yeah. did the racing. It was that and tea bags were his two main things. So 1908, He missed out on the thing there. He could have called them the Sullivan bag or something <laughs> like that. He should have painted it. Fact number two. Reading tea leaves, someone's tea leaves. You ever had your tea leaves read? No, I'm scared. Uh, it's called tassiography. There you go. Spell that, please. Can't. Good. Fact number three. <laughs> legend has it that tea was discovered by the Chinese emperor Shen Nung hundreds and thousands of years ago. Apparently a tea leaf accidentally fell into his bowl of hot water. Ah. Directly taken off the internet there. Can't vouch for it, 100%. <laughs> a single tea leaf. Just a single tea leaf fell into it. He was, having a hot, he was having a bowl of hot water as well. Why would he be having a bowl of hot well, water? Well, some people do drink that, Bush. Don't scoff. Let, let me be completely clear. Go if on. you drink hot water, you're a weirdo. Matey, I Weirdo. listen. I have a very close friend mm -hmm. who does that every morning, and she absolutely maintains that it's good for digestion. Really? Yes, indeed. She has nothing in it. It's just hot water. Hot water, boiling what? water straight out the kettle. It's not that bad. Tell her from me in your new textile, both thumbs. Weirdo. Do you think? Yeah. It's not right. I think one tea leaf in a bowl of hot water would be worse. Actually, you're probably right. Ugh, imagine how weak. <laughs> Thank you very much for those tea facts, Bushy. Yeah.
Mel G here on Magic with the Mighty Bush. Uh, listen, whatever it is you're up to, I do really hope that you're having a super time. I like to think of you... Oh, I don't know. Maybe, I know, I know, weeding out your wardrobe and plucking out your best summary bits. Yeah. <gasps> Doing the capsule thing. What's that? Yeah. Where you put some stuff away yeah. and then you take some other stuff out that you previously put away. I'm thinking, I'm hoping, um, that various bits of your wardrobe will be weeded out, Bush. You know that you know the items I'm talking about. You've had a problem with a couple of items that I own over the years, yeah. Mel, and I disagree with all of them. I think I'm stick with it. The I... salmon jumper with the sheen on it. It's gone. The bag? The bag is in the corner of the room. You hate my Italian bag. 90 quid from Italy. <laughs> Again with a sheen on it. It's got a sheen. Do you know what, weirdly enough, right? It was so weird that you should say that. I spilled coffee on it accidentally this morning on the way in and it wiped off first time and I thought, thank God for the sheen. <laughs> That's the whole point. That's the point. That's why the, the sheen's on the there. camo gilet. Again with the ruddy sheen. There's someone who's been to a charity shop in North London who's walking around with that on right now because of what you said. All right? I've got to say, though, Bush, today you're looking lovely. Thank you very much. You're in a grey, matte T-shirt. Matte. Just keep it matte, mate. Is, that, is that the tip? Just keep it matte? Keep it matte. OK. If you can see yourself in the item of clothing, maybe don't buy it. <laughs> yeah? That's good, that's good advice for everyone. Uh, Bushy, I have to say, how's your week been? Mel, thank you for asking. My, my week is uh, this week about passing on the baton. Ooh. And it's weird you should be talking about my clothes and stuff because this is something that I want to hand on to you. OK. OK? Uh, as you well know, I'm a man that has a penchant for Filofax. Oh, you love your Filofax. He's an 80s man. He's got a chrome stereo at home. 80s man. I have bought myself an even bigger Filofax than the Filofax I had before. Unfortunately, it's shiny on the outside, so it does actually uh, break the rule about not being able to see yourself in it. There's a sheen on it! This oh, is a huge, a huge new Filofax I've got. Okay, oh, so, actually, I'm rather jealous. Look at that. Now, you're probably quite jealous, mm -hmm. but the good news for you, Mel, is this. <laughs> I have obviously upgraded from my earlier Filofax, which is a smaller one, and I thought what a lovely thing to do between you and I is for me to hand on to you the baton of my old Filofax so that you can get started in your own little Filofax I'm type really thing going moved on. I'm by that. So I'm going to hand this over to I'm you right now. Moved. Maloney is scoffing and rolling her eyes. She's a youth. She's, she's a youth. She's a youth and she's very unemotional about the Filofax. Mel, in this <gasps> Filofax we've got uh, metric conversions, we've got famous religious holidays... Oh, thanks, Bush. I'm taking the bat on as we speak. Here we go. This is big news. If you've just joined us, the mighty Bush has just given me, it's so kind of him, his actual Filofax yep. as a little present for me. Filofax friends. I love it. Special Filofax friends. We're like big cook, little cook, except <laughs> we're big Filofax, little Filofax. We are. You've got the big one. Make the noise, please. There's a lovely zipper around that. Let's just have that. Here we go. There we go. <laughs> That's a very satisfying. It's like someone getting out of a sleeping bag at night. <laughs> it is, it, it's literally, it's um, Brecon Beacons 1980 um, Outward Bound Trip. It really is, isn't Absolutely it? Absolutely amazing. Uh, it's Duke of Edinburgh Awards all it's, over it. It's bronze, isn't it? And you've got a uh, lovely kind of elasti elastic strap for your um, pile of facts, haven't you? Now, I note on June the 7th of this year... Uh, it's a Thursday, Jovedi, Donnerdag, Donnerstag, Jeudi, Thursday. That's yep. good, multilingual. Multilingual, like yep. It says in pencil... Oh, right. Goose drink, exclamation mark. <laughs> goose drink. Goose drink. What's that, Bush? <laughs> now, this is a problem. I, I, I need to get rid of some of the bits. I've, I've scribbled on quite a bit of it, so what I need to get... No, 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 I, I, I don't mind. What, what is goose drink? 
I don't know what goose drink is. Maybe I had something planned. Oh, is it golf? Golf drink? What is that? I'll pass it over. Have a look. My handwriting is, is... It's really quite bad, my handwriting. Oh, Jeff drink. I was going to go oh, for a drink Jeff! with Jeff. Jeff! Drink friend with Jeff. Of, friend of the show. Your friend, lovely Jeff. Did you go? That was last I, week. I no, to, it was three weeks ago. I had to cancel it. Two weeks it. ago. <gasps> I feel really bad. I Why? Because uh, this is such a middle-class problem. I almost <laughs> hate myself for saying it. I was picking up a... a, a we've changed car. I was getting my new car in the morning and I couldn't I couldn't go for a drinks with Jeff and then go and get a car the next morning. <laughs> Maloney is um, is doing a mime appropriate Cheers. for that. But you know what, I felt like karma oh. came and got me, though, because the next morning when I drove to get the car, I drove to the wrong town in Essex to get it and then realised afterwards that I'd driven to the wrong place. I was an hour away. From did, you, did you say to Jeff the truth... Or did you kind of soup up an excuse and say, "Oh, mate, I'm sorry, I've got to, you know, I've got to take my partner to, you no, know"? No, I, I was completely honest with him. Completely honest with him. Because you have that kind of relationship with Jeff. And because I have my Filofax, and you all know this now, Mel, Filofax gives you foresight. It's like a radar. You can see stuff coming in the future. There's all these different dates on there. You can see I it coming up. I love it, man. I'm going to have hours of fun with that Filofax. I love filling out things with pen. You do, don't you? Yeah. So I think this is bang right up your street. Oh, I love, thanks, look at the front. Bush. You can Handy get slots. For business cards and oh, stuff. Oh, thanks, Bush. That's all right. Boom, pam, pom, one more, one more. Can I just say, during the entire course of this show, producer Louise has uh, gone to say something and then a song started or something. You said, oh, Louise has said, I can't tell you that. Yeah, she always does that. A lot of teasing from producer Louise. Yeah, it's Louise. like tantalising you with a big carrot on the end of a radio stick. It's not fair, is it? Yeah, and then suddenly, whoop, it's, you know, Alexandro O'Neill. Louise, is there anything you want to tell us? Any stories? Here's producer Louise, go on. Not right now, thank you. Oh, that, she's got a good voice, hasn't she? She's it? got a good voice. Go on, say some more stuff. <laughs> uh, what, what did you have for breakfast? <laughs> Scramby eggs. Gosh, she makes scrambled eggs sound so sexy. I love scramby eggs. Is that what you really call them? Scramby eggs. I like what? them. Call me very, very middle class and posh. I like scramby eggs with a little bit of chopped up smoked salmon within them. Do you? And some chai... No, not chives, parsley. Can I just please draw a line under scramby eggs? That's not how you say scramby You're not having it, are no, you? No, scrambled eggs. Scramby. No, you, do you really call... Mm, it's annoying, isn't it? Yeah. We, 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 yeah, we're yeah. not having that. Scramby! Stop not this. Stop with your scramby. Stop this, please. I love scrambled eggs. Ooh, a top... A top, a lovely piece of buttered toast. Can I get your view on omelettes? What's your view on an omelette? I, I offered to make my daughter Erin an omelette the other week and she looked at me like I was mad. Oh, I love an omelette, mate. I love an omelette. It's got to be well cooked, though. Yeah. Mushroom, check. Tomato, check. Check. Flat leaf parsley, check. Ooh, curveball. And... Oh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say grated cheese in there as well. I think that's fair enough. And you say you've properly cooked. What do you mean, like done on both sides, like flipped? Yeah. Yeah. I'm so hungry. I, so I, I love an omelette on, in a hot country on holiday oh. for some reason. An omelette in Greece. An omelette? Oh, no, I thought you meant in a pool of Greece. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of the same thing when you're over there. No, I love it. Love it. Oh, I'm starving. Yeah. I'm going to keep talking about omelettes so Louise can't turn the microphones off. Omelette. 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 So we often, well, not often, but now sometimes, because my eldest daughter is 16, uh, you know, they're allowed to fend for themselves of an evening if we go out locally, whatever, that's fine. Uh, I say, look, if you go to bed before we come back, could you turn all the lights off and not leave any lights on? Yeah. It, the house is lit up, 
like the proverbial Christmas tree. Do you use the phrase, it's like Blackpool illuminations in here? Yes, why can't kids turn lights off, mate? They've got no concept of energy use, have they? No, they've got no concept of blooming paying the bills. Do you know what you need to get is one of those things where you can see exactly how much is being spent by leaving a said light on. Done. Have got you got one. one of those? It's an energy meter. We've got one in our kitchen. It's frightening. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yesterday, I think it was £2.37. Oh, my God. And that was because I had the dishwasher on a couple of times and the washing machine. But no heating, lads. It's ruddy June, and that was still £2.37. Decadence. I did use a hairdryer as well. Did you? What's going on? It does on? make you think, though. It makes you think about, you know, the energy that we're expending. A valuable lesson for all of us. Yes, and talking of valuable lessons... Yes. It's time for Tell Mel. You can ask me anything. Don't expect a soft, soapy reply. Come along. Hi, Mel. It's Libby here. I want to chuck in my job and go work somewhere sunny. Is that reckless or adventurous? Should I stay or should I go? Should I stay or should I go, Libby? If I go, there will be trouble, Libby. If I leave, there will be double. Libby. Oh, you've got to let me... Sorry, I'm out of time. You've got to let me go. Let me know, Libby. Should I stay? Should I go? That should answer your question, Libby, and anything else that might be bothering you. Next, please. Hi, Mel. It's Tony here. As I started to get older, I'm getting really long eyebrow hairs. What should I do to tame them? Tony. Go into your garden shed and get a pair of shears. Look in the mirror, Tony, then cut the hairs off. It's very, very easy, Tony. Listen to my voice. Go and get the shears, Tony, and cut off the hairs. Ah, <laughs> oh, thank you so much for listening to our little podcast. Hear more bants and larks like that every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. The Mel Gedroich Podcast.